You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Leadership Training Podcast. I'm Delaney Williams and I'm joined today by Sarah McLean. Welcome back, Sarah. Hey, Delaney. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are glad that you're here as we are going to discuss Unit 7, Session 3, The Bible Helps Us Live for God. This is found in 2 Timothy 3. Now, Sarah, some of our listeners may be thinking, wait, we've been in Joshua the last couple weeks. Now we're jumping ahead to 2 Timothy? And the answer is yes, we are. You may remember, listeners, that the last session of every unit is what we call a big truth session. This helps reinforce the theme that we've had throughout the unit and also our big picture question and answer. You will notice that sometimes our big truth sessions are not in chronological order. So we are jumping ahead to the New Testament, to 2 Timothy for this session, but then next week we will be back in Joshua for the first session of Unit 8. So when we look at this particular session of the Bible helps us live for God, and we look at the big idea of this session, we want to remember that God chose the Israelites to be his special people. He loved them and wanted them to know him, love him, and live for him. Since the Bible is the inspired word of God, God's special revelation to humanity, the Bible is the ultimate standard of authority for the Christian. Because it is truthful in everything that it teaches, Scripture is humanity's source for wisdom, instructing us on how to live life well to the glory of God. And so submitting to the authority of Scripture means that we are to believe and obey God by believing and obeying His Word. God wants us to know Him, love Him, and live for Him. So today's Bible story is going to show us how the Bible helps us live for God. We want to go ahead and go to the next section of our podcast when we talk about some of our activities that may require a little extra prep time or instructions. I want us to look at the Babies and Toddlers Leader Guide. And this is something that babies and toddlers and also younger preschool, will they all actually have activities this week that are asking for maps or they're going to involve exploring maps or discovering maps or globes. In our current age of technology, paper maps may be a little more difficult to find. You know, Sarah, it's like, when's the it's last true. time you used a paper map? We all right. use our phones a lot. And so you may have those paper maps. And so I want to encourage you to use those for these activities you could also find them at welcome centers a lot of times or either chambers of commerce. So there may be some source in your city that has a local map that you can use. You could also just print one from online. So then they could have that paper map as well. And if you need to pull up a map on a tablet or something like that, electronic device where they can see the map as well. That is going to be for babies and toddlers and younger preschool. They all have activities using maps this week. Then looking to our older preschool resource, there's an activity called Bible Buddy Bookmarks. So as you read the activity, you'll notice that part of the bookmark that you're making, you'll be cutting it 
to create a nose on the bookmark. And that nose will actually be the flap that holds the bookmark on the page. So you wanna make sure that that flap actually resembles the nose or you're keeping that in mind it's being cut, but also that it is going to be able to serve its purpose and hold the bookmark on the page. And so this is a great reminder and a great activity also as you talk with boys and girls, you may discover that some of these boys and girls do not have a Bible in their home. If you discover that and you're able to, this would be a great opportunity to provide a Bible. We know preschoolers aren't going to be able to read all those words. Now, there's some that may be able to read some, some of these older, older preschoolers, but it's important at that young age, even at that baby age, that they're able to see the Bible, use the Bible, and know that it is for them that they can learn about God by reading the Bible and hearing about the Bible. And so those are the activities for preschool resources that I wanted to share with our listeners. And so Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about some of our kids' resources. Absolutely. So for this session in older kids, the session starter game is called Bible Book Ball Sort. And for this game, it's probably going to be helpful to use a permanent marker to write the names of the Bible books on separate table tennis balls. We want to make sure that as kids are touching them and picking them up that the ink isn't smearing and coming off. So a permanent marker would be really helpful here. You also might want to prepare at least 12 balls. You could do up to 66 if you wanted to make it really challenging and have them sort all of them. This would also be a really good tool to have on hand for future games. And so you might want to have a place where you can store these table tennis balls in case you want to play the game again at another time. Sarah, I was just thinking that at the same time, you know, you always it seems that there's children that will come early, extra, extra early, for whatever reason. And this sounds like, like you said, to have this on hand, one of those time fillers, this sounds like a great game to be able to have, and you can pull it out, and boys and girls are going to love repeating this. And you could even add new table tennis balls to the activity throughout the year. Yeah, that's a great point, Delany. You know, this is one of those activities that's very engaging because kids are moving, but it's also requiring a little bit of creative thinking and problem solving as they're trying to organize and sort the books using the table tennis balls. So that's a great point. For kids worship, there's a group demonstration. And for this activity, an alternative option is available. So instead of squiggling over the light blue ink, You could write different messages like follow your heart, do whatever makes you happy, believe in yourself, and other messages along these same lines that the world tries to pass off as truth. So even at a young age, we know that kids are going to be encountering different worldviews, different belief systems, different ideas that the world tries to portray as real objective truth. And so we want to kind of counter that with God's word. And so that might be an alternative option instead of squiggling over the light blue ink. And then they could write this with red, orange, or pink markers. And then ask one of the volunteers to read those off the card. Point out during this time that often it feels easier to hear what the world says rather than what God says because the world is often louder. We know that there's different messages again being conveyed to us from all circumstances and situations in our life and it feels a lot of times like it's just coming at us constantly 
But we need to remember and point our kids to what God's word says and remind them of what he says is true. And then for the midweek, we have a group game called Doers versus Hearers. And an alternative option for this game might be if you don't want to pull out sets of blocks, you could give each kid a piece of paper and have them draw the building based on your description or based on the drawing itself that's presented in the leader guide. So again, that's an additional option if you may not have a set of blocks or if that's something that you know might require more prep time for you that you kind of want to leave out for this session. Great. Thank you so much for sharing those, Sarah. And, you know, as we look at the part of our episode where we talk about what excites us and stands out to us about the session, if you'll go ahead and share with our listeners what you're excited about or what stands out to you about this session. Absolutely. For this entire unit, we have been talking about God's Word and why it's so important. This session really helps kids to continue to learn that the Bible shapes our hearts and our minds so that we can live for God. You know, it's really easy to view the Bible as a book of rules. I remember as a kid, that's kind of how I saw it. This is what God says to do. This is what God says don't do. And He does give us wisdom to live by. But I hope that they'll see that God's instructing us, his, his wisdom that he gives to us is a way for him to transform us as we live by faith through Jesus Christ. And, you know, I think of what the writer of Hebrews says, that the Bible is living and active. As we go to God's word, as we read it, as we behold Jesus in it and see him more and more, I hope that kids' love for him will grow and that from that love, they'll have transformation take place within their heart and mind to want to desire to live for God and honor and glorify him with their lives. That's great. We're going to be able to focus a session on how the Bible helps us live. We want to make sure that we give them opportunities to touch a Bible, to see a Bible. And so that even in that baby age, that baby year, that they are touching the Bible, that they're seeing it, that they're knowing that the Bible stories are from the Bible. Are they going to completely understand all of it? No, but they're going to have those experiences. Sometimes I say, you know, they can touch it, they can feel it, they can see it. But the verse about taste and see that the Lord is good, that's a problem whenever they try to taste the Bible. <laughs> no, because you know babies put it, they like to put things in their mouths. But with that, we want them to be comfortable with the Bible at a young age. So then as they grow older and when they have a question that we can, because we know they will, because like you were saying, if the world tells them something opposite of what they've learned what the Bible says, that they're going to be able to go to the Bible themselves, know how to find that answer, know that the Bible is true, and that it's the absolute truth. And so if we don't begin teaching them at a young age that the Bible is true, and that's where we find our answers, the world will quickly fill that in for us. And so I'm excited about the fact that we get to teach them more about the Bible, how to use the Bible, why God gave us the Bible, that they're his words for us to know how to live. And so whenever we read it and we learn more about it and what's in it, then we're going to know him, we're going to love him more, and then we'll learn how to live for him. I'm really excited about this Big Truth session, in case you can't tell. Know that we're excited for y'all as you get to teach it, and that we're praying for you that as the Holy Spirit works through you, that you would grow closer 
to Christ through this and then also for the boys and girls that you teach. And so we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.